Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment women's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And I have such a beautiful special guest today with me because he can not only very highly recommended by my dear friend and mentor, Amber Lago, big shout out to her heart and her connection skills, right? But he is also such a mover and shaker, not only in a corporate, but also like he used to with the athletes, but also in his family and business. And I just love that he is literally like doing it all. So Matt Phillips, I am so, so, so excited to have you here today. Oh my gosh. Thanks for having me. We, I think, did our interview like the first time we talked and we just kept talking, talking, talking. So it's finally Nice to get back with you. Yes, I love that. And you know, it's so beautiful because I feel like with some people, you just feel the instant connection. And I feel like we get to really embrace that because yes. we feel like, oh, I should be nice to everyone. I should be kind to everyone, right? And there are just some people that you instantly connect and it's such a beautiful flow. I, I love your faith. I love your like devotion to family, to career, supporting others. It's so beautiful. And I'm wondering like, how were you able <laughs> to blend it all? You know, because sometimes I'm wondering, I know you have three beautiful kids yep. and I mentioned to you, we are preparing for that part of our journey. How are you blending all of that, creating impact, being there, devoted father, faithful husband, you know, like, how are you doing that all? And also, how do you blend it with your career impacting others? Mm -hmm. Well, I'd be lying to lying to you if I said it was easy. <clears throat> it is, you know, we've got a 16-year-old daughter, 14-year-old son, and an 11-year-old daughter. And my wife and I have been married for over 19 years now. And it's it's something that, you know, is a constant battle. My wife and I constantly talk about it of like, how do we blend this? How do we make it work? And and when my focus is one place and her focus is another, how do we make sure we're communicating well just to make sure we're, you know, taking care of each other, right? We're taking care of ourselves from a faith perspective even. And then obviously we're watching after three little human beings that we hope to grow into great people, right? And have a big impact on this world. And so immediately what, you know, what really, when you ask me that question, for me, it, it personally starts with faith, right? And, and just being grounded a little bit in, into, into my faith and, you know, going to church with my wife. And I know not everybody likes to go to church and there's a different spiritual beliefs and all that, but it's, it's kind of that grounding in something bigger than yourself. And so that for me is a huge piece where we, you know, got up Sunday this week and went to church and sometimes we watch it online and sometimes we walk in there and my wife and I are very aligned 
from that perspective. So that's the kind of first thing that comes into my mind. And then the second thing is just the communication aspect of it. And we've learned over time as a couple, at least that, and and listen, I've made so many mistakes, right? I try to learn from them um, with my wife, but it's just that communication of like, you know, where are we going? Who's, who's got who, what work needs to be done? Like, cause she runs the nutrition business as well. Right. And she's highly involved in my business. So we're, we all, both of us have so much going on with the kids that, you know, we sit down and say, you know, okay, well, what does this week look like? And who, which kid do you have? Right. And, and I go to hockey a lot and my wife takes the girls to volleyball and all that. And, uh, but we kind of work together. It's, it's that, you know, it's cliche to be like, Oh, you know, just communicate with your spouse or partner or whatever. And, but it's really true. I think sometimes we, at least I've, we lose sight of the basic stuff because we think it has to be more complex for some reason. And it's like, no, just stick to the basics and like talk to your wife about the schedule, talk to your husband about the schedule. And it may seem too simple, but a lot of times it it is that simple. I love that, you know, because it might not be easy, but it can be simple, right? Like we're overthinking, overanalyzing, not expressing where we are. And I feel like would really help to us with my husband, congratulations on the 19 years that is oh, so thanks. wonderful. <laughs> We're together for, you know, almost five years. And I truly believe that the communication is the most important thing. And it doesn't matter if it's business, if it's with kids, if it's with your partner, you know. I feel like it's really important and would really help us at the beginning of our journey. We were doing weekly, like, relationship review. We mm-hmm. checked in, like, hey, how are you feeling? What worked this week? What didn't work? And what make you want to pull away? That was, like, the yeah. most triggering question. But listen, like, let's be honest. There are times that you're like, screw it all. Forget the family. I want to yep. go to, like, private island and do nothing. <laughs> and I want to drive kids. I want to do show yeah. up for work. I want to do laundry. So it's like, what were the times that you felt triggered? I want to pull away. And... When we yes. can talk about those things, that's when we can really like understand each other. And it's not like we pass by like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And then it becomes a huge deal. And sometimes yes. it can be too late. So yes. do you feel like your athletic background also help you with like the systems and disciplines at home? And please share with our listeners also what your background is, because I'm like knowing here and I stuck you everywhere. Yeah. Right? So please let's give our listeners a little bit of your background and also how your background influenced you in what you're doing today. Yeah, no, in, you know, quick, quick background, you know, I, about 10 years ago, I founded my company pro athlete advantage. And now it's been rebranded a little bit to Matt Phillips coaching and always going through rebranding, always things shifting and changing in business, at least what I found. And so you go with it, right? You too. Good. So we, you just go with it and roll with it. Um, but founded my company about 10 years ago and, you know, the name pro athlete advantage real quick comes from my obviously athletic background, right? So I played division one college baseball here in the United States. And then I had an opportunity to go play in the Bundesliga professionally over in Austria. So I played over there for a little while before, you know, going into the corporate world. So that's where the name comes from. It's kind of my pro pro baseball background. Um, And then, you know, I went into the corporate world for a long time, 15 plus years, accounting, operations, finance, even business development with some pretty big companies around the world. And was working with 
you know, great people and great companies and all that stuff. And I, I think it's that, you know, story you hear often, Petya, of like, I was sitting in the cube, sitting in the office, working with great companies, good salary. And I was miserable, like absolutely miserable. I mean, I was th- overweight by at least 30 pounds. Uh, my marriage was not in a good spot. We're having kids at this point. And I was like, something has to shift, like something has to change. And, and as I kind of work through that, I think one thing in athletics is, you know, that I've learned is I just have this natural drive about me, I guess, where, you know, I played a game uh, of baseball that's based on failure, right? So in the game of baseball, you fail seven out of 10 times, which means you get a hit three out of 10 times. And you can be legendary if you get to the highest level and you perform at that level. So 70% of the time you're failing. And I just think I had it ingrained in me of like, no, I've got to, I've got to figure this out. I've got to, I got to make the tweaks. I got to make the adjustments. And when I was doing that in baseball, that carried over to my personal life and to that stage of my life where I was like, I've got to figure this out. Like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't, you know, place at a subpar level at a, a level that, you know, I, I know I should be up here, but I'm playing down here. And, and that's what ultimately led me to start my business. Um, and, you know, when I look back, you know, when people ask what I do now, I tell them I'm a leadership coach, right? But, but I focus on what I know to be the one true differentiator in literally every area of life. And it's what I learned from athletics. And it's what I call mental toughness. It's the mindset, it's the resiliency, it's it's understanding how to kind of push through. And it's more than just like push through, suck it up, mm-hmm. right? It's the way I define it is, I think it's always important to provide context around things, right? Because some people say like, you know, be a great leader. Well, I, I don't really know what that means, right? Can you give me some context and definition? What, the, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean to you? And so same thing is true with, I think, mindset and mental toughness. And so the way I talk about it is, is there's four uh, kind of five elements to it. So the first is confidence, right? So am I showing up confident? And, and that doesn't mean you have the answer. It doesn't mean you know what the next step is. It doesn't mean that yeah. you have all your stuff together. I can still operate from a place of confidence to take that next step, even if I don't know what it is. Um, so that's the first piece. The next piece is focus right? What am I focused on? Why am I focused on it, right? Avoiding the distractions that are all around us. Like I, a squirrel runs by and here, here goes Matt, right? Shiny object. Oh, uh, yeah. There goes Petya. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's, it's, it's the way it is. It's the way I'm built. And, um, but how do we focus on the right things, right? That's where family comes in, right? Are, am I focused on my kids or am I just focused on my business? Am I focused on my wife or am I focused on the dollar and having that balance? Um, the third element is emotional control. So, how we're all emotional beings, right? So how do we understand that and then channel them differently? Um, and then the fourth element's energy, right? So again, I'm blessed with a very, you know, a wife who takes very good care of us and and loves nutrition and and just, I don't know, pushing the boundaries on how we take care of ourselves, right? But we have to show up with a tremendous amount of energy, I believe, every single day. And then the last element is how do we take that consistent action day in and day out? How do we just be consistent? So pick the simple thing and just be consistent with it. That Because that's the hardest part. We all know what to do. Mm. We just can't stick to it. 
And, and so it's, I, I take this approach of like, how do we simplify and how do I come alongside people and make them confident and focused and emotionally in control that that energy they need and, and they just stay consistent because that's going to get you where you want to go. So that's a long explanation to, you know, I've taken my athletic career, my corporate career, um, and now, you know, being 10 years in business of, of how do I continue to live that way and, and work on those things? Cause there's a long list of stuff that, you know, my wife and I go to marriage counseling uh, about every six months or so. And people are like, Oh, is something wrong? And I'm like, no, it's, it's not the easiest thing to be married and to have three children and to run a business and have your wife run a business. And sometimes we need a third party perspective I love and and it's okay. So that's kind of, I don't know, just the, the, the tremendous focus I have now and what I do. That is so powerful, Matt. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, I feel like it, it's it's very beautiful to see like the journey and how you were like evolving and growing and and also like how you are taking care of what really matters to you the most, right? Like, why should you go to the counselor when there's a problem? I feel like that's kind of like too late. And it's right. interesting, like when we started like dating with my now husband, I asked him right at the beginning, like first week in our relationship, I'm like, hey, if we ever have any challenge, are you open to go to therapist? And he said, yes. And if he would said, no, I wouldn't stay. I yes. can't. Because it doesn't matter like how amazing your relationship is, there will be challenges and obstacles. And we got to make sure that if we cannot get to each other, that we can have a support. So that's beautiful because you truly are walking your talk math. You're not only teaching people about leadership, you are stepping into the leader role and asking yourself, like, what is my priority? What do I get to do? So I make things work. So that's beautiful. Yes. Well, it's it's interesting because, you know, when I started my business, I don't know if you were the same, but, you know, there was a specific reason I did, right? And, and a lot of it was, you know, to make this massive impact on people's lives. And that's a huge part of it. And and I think sometimes we get caught up in like the financial freedom and the, you know, location freedom and all that stuff. And that, there's nothing wrong with that, right? I have the same drive, but it's interesting because, so I I am a coach, right? And I have a coach. I actually have multiple coaches that I employ to help give me a perspective on my business and life, right? And this one guy, Jim, that I work with, every time we get on the call, one of the first questions he asked me is like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? What's the purpose? Like, why, like, why are you building what you're building? And for me, it's, uh, here's the reason, of course, like I want financial freedom and like all that stuff, right. That, that maybe that goes without saying, and, and I want to impact millions of people around the world. And that's my drive every single day, but here's the underlying piece. And this may sound silly to some people, but I want to go and watch my kids practice their sports and play games. I want to go watch them because I know I only have a short time with them and I want to do that. And I want to, if my wife can hopefully be there at all those, let's do it. Right. I want to create those experiences with my family. That's one of the big drivers. So I'm very kind of cautious and I I work a lot. You know, my wife and I were just talking about this of like, again, it's, it's a constant, it's an art, not a science, right. In my opinion of there's work to do. But are you keeping focused on the right things, right? And are am, am I, at least the way I look at it, am I making time for my family? Am I making time for, for counseling when we need it? Or am I making time for just the important things? Because, you know, it's cliche to be like, oh, life is short, but it is, right? So it's 
keeping focused on that. And I, I appreciate about, appreciate that about my coach that I work with of like, what's the end goal? Um, the other thing is I, I want to go back. We lived in Switzerland for like three years. So we want to go be able to live there for six months when the kids are out and work from there. But you know, that, that aside, that's down the line. So <laughs> amazing. I, I truly love that because of course we want to create abundance and prosperity. So, you know, we can, invest in whatever it's important to us, right? Yes. And what is abundant to you might not be abundant to me or the other way around. And I really love that you're really asking yourself or your, you know, your coach, James, is asking like, why do you do that? Like, why does it really matter? Like, what's, what's in that, right? Because I feel like that's why to have the business and I have structured as I have it because I want to be present mother, Yes. Like, you know, like I remember my parents were working so much, you know, and I never seen them. And that made me feel like unworthy and unimportant and unlovable. And those are the stories that kids make in their own head. Yep. And of course, like you can look at it at the perspective from the parents, like, oh, we were working so much. So you have a better life than me or than mm -hmm. us. Yep. But kids see it differently. It's the experiences. So you being on a games of your kids, it's going to give them so much more. Plus, you're still creating the, the income and impact, right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just tight, it tightens the focus, right? Mm -hmm. And again, I always say, like, there's no perfection on this side of the call today, right? And um, I've never met a perfect person. I don't, I never will meet a perfect person. Right. And it's, we're all dealing with stuff. We're all carrying stuff around. We're all making adjustments. We're all, uh, it's just, how do we keep in mind, like what's important and keep that in the forefront of our minds. Right. And, and then the rest kind of falls into place. It really does. So for someone who is still feeling like unfulfilled, because I love that you said, you know, I went from my pro athlete and then I went to corporate and I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I love that you even say like on your website, like, or I don't know if it was on website or you told me about, I knew I meant for more. And that just resonated with me so deeply. And I mentioned to you, I had an event called meant for more because yes. I feel like deep, deep inside, we all know that we are meant for more. So what would you say to the person who is listening right now and they're feeling unfulfilled? They're like, I just know there is more to my life and I don't know what it is. What would mm -hmm. you want them to know? Two things. One, I'm a big energy guy, right? And not like rah, rah, well, I am, I am that way. But like, you know, it's how do you shift what you're doing to more energetic activities? And I'm not talking about working out. I'm talking about like, on a daily basis, like how do you like pay attention to those areas that suck the energy out of you and those that give you energy, right? And mm -hmm. and so part of it is like when I talk to like a lot of entrepreneurs or business people and, and everyone, it's like, well, I have to do these things. I'm like, well, you you may have to do those things, but how do we get creative to kind of shift the uh shift it more towards the things that energize you and away from the other things, right? And so um you can be intentional. You can take action upon those. But the first step is just pay attention to where you get energy and then start like spending more time there, right? And it may be, well, my boss won't let me. Well, I bet if you ask the question, I bet he or she would let you um, actually spend a little more time in there. Um, even if it's a little more work, you'll be more energized by it, right? But you, you can take control of those things, but pay attention to the energy because I, a lot of times I hear people like they, they feel stuck and they feel like, well, this is just the way it is. Mm. I sit here and say, no, it's not necessary. That's not the way it has to be. 
There's lots of choices we can make. There's lots of opportunities out there. We just have to be willing to notice it and then take action upon that. Um, so that's one thing, just pay attention to the energy side and, and in small ways you can start moving the needle. The second area is just ask people, mm. like ask, um, even if you don't know. I remember, so this started way back and I, I leveraged it for my business, but you know, I, I, my first job was in accounting, right? I was an auditor and people are like, oh, it's so lame, right? Like kind of nerd and, you know, nerd alert and but it, it was a great career, all that stuff. But at one point in my career, I wanted out of accounting. I wanted to do something different within these corporations. And I had no idea how to do that. No idea because we're labeled, right? We're, they put a label on you of accountant and you can only do that. And I'm like, no, I, that's not the only thing I can do. And I think baseball taught me to be a little stubborn, right? My wife tells me I'm stubborn, um, which is good and bad, yin and yang with everything. Um but I had no idea how, like what step to take. So the only thing I came up with was the, like the only thing, the only idea I had was, well, I don't know what else I would do, but what if I just, I don't know, reached out to people at this company and asked them what they do, mm. and what their journey was and get out, not accounting people, but marketing people and finance people and like operations people and just ask, what was your journey? What was your path? What do you do on a daily basis? I had no idea. So I remember I was working with this huge company and I put this plan together, which wasn't even a plan, but I was like, okay, marketing. I'm like, who knows about marketing? And I know no one at this company who does marketing. And so up uh, pops this idea. Oh, the chief marketing officer knows about this. So I send an email to the chief marketing officer of a Fortune 500 company. I mean, I look back and I'm like, how kind of silly, ridiculous was this, right? That some little, I'm a manager. I send to like one of the you know, top five people in command of the whole company saying, hey, can I buy you lunch? I just wanted to learn more about your story. I kid you not. Her name is, is Joan. She answered me within 30 minutes, said, I'd love to go to lunch with you. I sat and had lunch with the CMO of this huge company. Wow. Did it go anywhere? No. But I met a great person. We had a great conversation and it led me, it gave me that confidence to have the next conversation and the next conversation, and the next conversation. And ultimately it led me to actually getting an operations role at this company. Mm -hmm. um, lo and behold, when I wanted to start my business, which, and I didn't know what that was, right? But I see these people doing speeches and coaching people and doing these workshops. And I'm like, that seems cool, but where do you even start? And I started interviewing people. I started asking people and a quick story I'll tell um, through a friend of a friend. I met this guy named Ruben Gonzalez and Ruben. I live in Denver, Colorado. He lives in a place called Monument, Colorado, which is just about 45 minute drive from me. So I called Ruben and said, Ruben, you speak around the world. You've written all these books. I'm just trying to figure out which way is up and what I want to do with my life next. Can I buy you coffee and just ask questions? And so he's like, sure. Come on down to Monument. We'll meet here at this place called Serrano's Coffee and, and we'll we'll talk. I went down for two reasons that day. The first was at the time I had a nonprofit that helped athletes through different issues, right? It was a faith-based organization. And I would interview athletes just to tell their story because oftentimes we think we're the only ones in the entire world going through this situation, which we're not. Uh, but we don't know that until we ask people, right? But so I, we, I had this top 10 theme list of issues that athletes face, right? So we sat down for coffee and I showed Ruben the list and I said, hey, um, would you interview for this thing? And he goes, oh yeah, of course. 
So I'm like, perfect. I checked off box number one. I wanted to get him to interview for this thing. The second reason was obviously to ask him questions about how did you start this business and what did you do to get to how, like, how do you find people? I was asking all sorts of questions. So we're having this great conversation. We're five minutes from ending and he looks across the table. I kid you not and says, Matt, you want to write a book together? I go, excuse me? He goes, do you want to write a book together? And you should have heard my response. Every excuse in the book started to come up. Every bit of little self-doubt, everything started cropping up, right? So I start making every excuse and I start saying, well, Ruben, I, I don't even know what I'd write about. And like, how do you, do you self-publish? Do you find a, how do you find a publisher? And boy, I don't even know who would edit this thing. And I'm going on and on like this. And he goes, Matt, stop. He goes, can you write an article? And at this point, I'm so flustered that I'm like, what do you mean an article? He's like, newspaper article, magazine article. Can you write an article? And I said, yeah, anybody can write an article. That list of 10 themes I'd shown him, he flips it around, slides it right back in front of me and says, can you write 10 articles? I said, yes, I can do that. He goes, perfect. Write your articles, send them to me. I'll add a word from Ruben at the back. We'll publish a book. Wow. Three months later, we published the book. Mm. And what astounds me by that was, was, you know, if I hadn't asked that question, and this is not a pat on the back for me, right? Don't, don't take it that way. But if I had not asked the question, put myself out there and just been curious about what other people are doing and how they build it, it never would have led me to that opportunity. And so for me, a lot of it is, is how do you just ask yeah. and, and be curious about other people's journeys and often your journey will show up. I love that. I love that. So what I'm hearing, it's like really being curious, you know, and, and yes. really asking those questions because yeah, maybe you get some no's, but the no's will lead to the yeses. And it, I feel like that's like creating the breadcrumbs and, and really yes. connecting all the dots. So I love that. So for those who want to connect even more dots with you, who want to connect with you on a deeper level, yes. because I feel like this is like such a beautiful warm up. And people will want more like, oh my gosh, this guy, it's amazing. Where can people connect with you? Oh yeah. Easiest is uh, mattphillipscoaching.com. You can go check it out. Uh, if you want to check out the membership that we have, and it's all leadership, mental toughness, development, um, group coaching calls, the whole component, you can go to mattphillipscoaching.com slash membership and check that out. And listen, if you ever need anything, just reach out to our team. Like I'm, I'm here to help and um, you know, just like you are. And, and, you know, if you ever need anything, just send us an email to the team at mattphillipscoaching.com. And um, shoot, I, I think you ask people want to help. And so, and so I, I hope we're here as a resource for you. Yes. Thank you so much for today and for how much like aliveness you're bringing into people and really like getting back into the flow so they can be leaders not only for others but also for themselves and their families so thank you for oh, the work you're doing you're welcome and thank you for what you do as well it's so awesome we got connected oh.